Pharaoh, thank you. We ask and we say, as we want to study your word this evening, we have illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. And we can behold you clearly as we see ourselves in you. We see there is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart is fixed on your love. Every eyes is fixed on your grace. And we say that by the reason of this service this evening, we say that we walk strongly in the confidence of your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Walking on water. <clears throat> Remember, I said this is an exhortation I'm teaching. I just want to exhort you. Let's open to Matthew 14. Walking on water. Matthew 14. Matthew 14, verse 22. Matthew 14, verse 22. Matthew 14, verse 22. And straight away, Matthew 14, verse 22, verse 22. The Bible says, And straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go before him into the other side. Why? He went while he, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he has sent the multitudes away, he went into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. It tossed the way, for the wind was contrary. And on the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Some pastors we have it as walking on water, right? It says walking on the sea. And the disciples saw him walking on the sea. And they were troubled, saying, Is it a spirit? And they cried out for fear. And verse 27 says, But straight away Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. Look at verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. Look at verse 29. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down into the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. Glory to God. So I want to share with you what I call walking on water. It's a very exhortational teaching. How many of you have walked on water before? And I'm not talking about. I'm not saying snow <laughs> or heights. And I'm not saying in the night. <laughs> Inside the sea. I'm not saying now. <laughs> I'm not saying those of you in the other kingdom. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm just joking. <laughs> now, Matthew 14 shows us an example. Or the story of how Jesus walked the water. And the lessons to learn from it is the lessons of the walk of faith of the believers. The walk of faith as believers. One of the lessons we are going to learn from that story, and then as we study more, is the, our walk of faith. Look at in verse 32 of that same text. Look at the verse 30. Look at from let's start from verse 31 of that same text. Not verse 31 of that same Matthew 14. Look at it, it says, <clears throat> And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him 
and said, O thou of little faith, why didst thou doubt? And when they come into the sheep, the wind ceased. Wow. Look at Mark 9 14. Look at Mark 9 verse 14. 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 It says, And when he came into the disciples, he saw a great multitude of them and described questioning with them. And straight away, all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed, running unto him and saluting him. And saluting him. Verse 16, and he asked the scribe, What question you with me, with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought thee unto thee a dumb spirit, which thou, I brought unto thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. And wherever he taketh him, he teareth, and the full men and grasses his feet and painted away. And I speak unto the disciples, they could not count till, uh, they could not cast him out, and he said unto them, and they could not, and he answered unto them and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? And how shall I suffer and bring thee unto me? Now look at Jeremiah 32. Look at Jeremiah 32, verse 26 to 27. Jeremiah 32. Jeremiah 32, verse 26 to 27. Jeremiah 32, verse 26 to 27. Jeremiah 32, verse 26 to 27. Then the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah said, Behold, I am the God of all flesh. I like the scripture. Is there anything to add for me? That word behold means, Look, I am the God of all flesh. God of all flesh means. God of everyone on the face of the earth. I'll say it again. God of all flesh means the God of everyone on the face of the earth. And it now says, Is there anything to add for me? Wow. And that's a rhetorical question. And you know, a rhetorical question is a question that doesn't demand an answer. So it says, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything to add for me? So, I want to ask you a question, and the question is this, how many of us can point out to someone or point out to some things in our life that we can say, oh, this is just by the power of God? How many of you can simply point out to things in your life, in your, in your life and you say, oh, this is not just by my natural ability? Or it is just simply by the power of God. How many of you can point out to even your health situation and say, Oh, I've been off drugs for a while and I've had to rely solely on the power of God? How many of you have relied and said, Oh, I don't have money in my pack in my bank account, but I have to rely solely on the power of God? You know, there's this popular saying now that's trending, and it says, What God cannot do does he exist. Now, you, you see some Christians online that say, ah, God can online, God can No, see, don't, don't join those trends of those people. You know, what, you know exactly the context of what they are saying. The context is what they, of what they are saying is the faith work. That is, ah, maybe something happens now, supernatural, that's what God cannot do does not exist. Don't go and start saying, hey, God cannot lie. Yes, obviously we know he cannot lie. 
but we are talking about the faith work now. That is, what have you had to depend on the power of God? Have there been situations in your life where you know, okay, this is not, this is beyond my natural ability. Even, see, you know, if you keep living your life and you keep, let, let me see, if we keep living our lives from our paycheck to paycheck, all our plans are within our means. You have plans within just the amount of money you give, you, you, you earn. You have plans within the amount that is available on your plans or in your pocket or with what you have gauged, you have calculated, not the way you calculate your, your, your even your three weeks paycheck and you have planned your life according to that. Where is the place of the power of God? Where is the place of the power of God? Where is the place of our faith work as believers? That's why I say this morning, this evening, and this afternoon, I'm coming to exhort you and to spoil your work, spoil something in you. So, you know, look at something that happened to the children of Israelites or in the wilderness. The Bible says they had no food. And God said, I will rain down manna from heaven 40 years. God even told them, don't take it home, don't pack, you know. <laughs> Is they're like Abraham. Sorry, Abraham again every time. <laughs> they're like they will pack and say no, take it away <laughs> in case the food did not come to us. God told them and said, for forty years I'm going to feed you, rely on me. And for forty years, every morning they wake up, they will see a food at their door. Wow, that's the power of God. Can we rely like those type of people? And those men don't have faith in the gospel, just like we are now. And God said, I will sustain you for. Do you know what it means to keep eating every day? To stoop up for 40 years. And 40 years is not 40 days. 40 years means 40 years. Someone say it's figurative. You are stupid. <laughs> it's not figurative. It's simply literal. 40 years. They said they will not. The Bible says, they didn't have clothes to wear. They were in the wilderness. Wilderness means a bush, a desert. And the Bible says, their feet never go so. So that is, their shoe size will grow as their leg is growing. Their shoe size keep growing in line with their shoe size. Hey! For 40 years. Their clothes did not wear out. Their bodies and their legs did not have parties of people that have been walking as the power of God. Sustaining men for 40 years. You know, some of us we hold our salary or uh, your paycheck. You know, be like no. We say let's give in choice. Say no, no. After all my plans, how will I survive the next day? How will I survive in the next one week? Wow. If all your life is well calculated within your needs, you already have okay. My life be. country or in a world, in the western world, west as though, a lot of people have played down the supernatural ability of God. And I don't want us to grow up with that mindset. I used to have that mindset to that, oh, America, nobody can give you money. It's a lie. It's a big lie. From, it's a big lie from the people of hell. Me and Tony went for a conference one time. One girl just walked up to us and said, I, don't, I, I dropped on my offering and I said, 
said, I don't know how we go. I trust God. Don't you hear? You drop all your money. I said, I don't know. I trust God. And 10 minutes after, your wife is just saying, My spirit of God said, I should give you this money. Don't you think you get money? See how I receive money too. <laughs> I'm not lying. You cannot say you can't trust God if all your life is well calculated. Where's the place of the power of God? If you already, oh, okay. As the money is coming in now, light be. School fees. Uh, this one. And you just have to keep depending like that. Ah, things are hard. Things are not hard for you. Don't, don't use your words to say such a negative statement. Things will not be hard for you. Things are not hard for me. Things are not hard for me. So, I want to teach you how to trust God. How to trust God? How to depend solely on God? See, make, see, see, many have never believed in the impossible. Many of us have never seen God's power work before. I want to tell you from today onward, you start seeing it. So if you have no, you know, you believe that, okay, do people really give money? Do people really, do people really provide for people? Do people really, are the miracles still happen? Wow. From today onward, you will start seeing it. I'm telling you. Many have not seen God's power work before in their life. Many have not even seen the hand of God in anything. So, working on what that means to do or to dare the impossible. What we want to do from now to next week? We want to dare the impossible. Impossible situations will be made possible. Those things that it's as though it looks so big. How do we conquer this? How do we take the next step? It's going to be possible. So it means to do the impossible. To do great and mighty things that requires the hand of God. Working on what it means to do the impossible. To do great and mighty things that demands the hand of God. You know, me, you and I have to live a life that can do things that depend on God's power. Can you safely live a life that depends on God's power? You know what problem we have in this our, in this our country, this our nature, is we are too well calculated, well planned. If it did not go as planned, or if some, if some miscellaneous expenses come in play, we just don't know how to trust God again. We feel like we are finished. No. No, brother, no, sister, you are not finished. We believe God. So I will ask you again. Can you point out, and I will give you one second to think, or a minute to think. Can you point out in your life things that happened only by God's power? I will give you some minutes, some few seconds to think. Can you point out things, and you don't have to tell me, I just want you to reflect. Things that happened only by God's power. That you know, ah, it could not have been me. But you know, one stupid thing people do these days is that people will say, eh, it happened, but God could have also used another person. Why did he not use another person? Can you really point out if there has been none? <laughs> it's time to start working on water. It's time to start working on water. It's time. To start working. It's time. Let's go back to that Matthew 14. Look at something. 
Matthew 14. It says, it says, let's go back there again. Let's start from, let's start from this. And the disciples saw him walking on the sea. They were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they carried out in fear because they had never seen a man walk on water. You know, you gotta try it now. <laughs> they not, but they saw somebody. Ah, they, I'm sure Thomas was the one. Thomas, Abraham, Thomas was the one, was the one that said, Ah, it's a spirit. Is a spirit. And look at it. Jesus told them in verse 27. But straight away, Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Wow. And Peter answered and said unto them, Peter said, Okay, I like it. Now, this, we're going to see certain lessons to learn from him. Peter said, Okay, Lord, if it is you, beat me to God. That shows. What God can do for another, God can do for him. And look at what he said, and he said, come. And when Peter was come down to the ship, he too walked on water. Wow. <laughs> I will ask you again. Look at your life. Look at your ministry. Can you point out to things that can only be by the hand of God? Even your natural affairs, your elves, your, even your providing, your feeding, you didn't have food. Somebody just came from somewhere, provided for you. Can you really, can you safely say it's the hand of God? See, we have to. Let me tell you something. Look at me. We have to live a life that depends soon on We get too calculated. We get too. We have to live a life that depends solely on the power of God. When you are exercising faith in God's word, it means you are taking God at His word. When you are exercising faith in God's word, it means you are taking God at His word. That whatever God says, He means it. When you are exercising faith in God's word, it means that whatever God says, He means it. Let me give you an example.
You know, now what look at what what happened? He said I will give you one million dollars. I said, no, it's not possible. That is how you and I are. You see that impossible situation, you start ah God cannot do this one. This one is too big for God. Really? But when you have when you have calculated your paycheck, that's it. Uh, I think this one is possible. <laughs> I caught you, right? That's how we are. That's how we are. And listen, every time without God's word, it is because we do not see the integrity in God's word. Every time you and I die doubt God's word, it's because you and I don't we are not seeing the integrity in God's word. So don't forget to call her tomorrow. Call her and call her your $30. That's how you're making money. So now, you know, when she said I'll give you $30, in your mind, you believe that, ah, it's possible. But when you say one million dollars, no. Listen. When you start living your life, look at me, guys. You start living your life within your means, then it shows you are not trusting in God. If you don't have plans, if you don't have future set forth that you rely solely on God. Brethren, you have not started working on water. If I doubt the words of a man, it is not his words you doubt. It is the estimation of him you doubt. Do you know just like Tony and Joyner, if it was Elon Musk, that said to Tony, I will give you one million dollars. You know, Tony will not doubt it. No, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? But Tony will first sign joy. One million dollars for where? So it is not is what you doubt, but it is the estimation of him you doubt. You doubt it. Are you getting this? So exercising faith in God is taking God at his word. When you pray over a situation, you say, Lord, I want you to change this situation. I want you to pay these bills. Let me tell you a story. Um, some, one of us mom here told me a story last year. And she said she went to school and she said she was not going to pay loans at all. I said, hey, why? I kept going, collecting the loans, and I told, I said, she said, this, this is what she told me. He said, I have, she said, she, has, she collected, and I mean, she's a, she's a very elderly woman. She said, she has collected close to about $50,000. I said, hey, why? I kept telling God that I am not going to pay these loans. She said, one week or some weeks before she graduated or before they start kicking the loans back he said somebody just called and said are you going to do this and this and this and that and that and once you do this and that and that they will take your loans you will not pay the loans again he said yes i will do it he said hey why that is how my loans went fifty thousand he said she said is even paying me that i did not take more money wow he said, I kept taking the loans. He said, I went to the school. I kept taking the loans. And I believed God that I was not going to pay it. That's faith. 
holding God at his word. How long enough can you trust God? You and I, you know, as the Lord is calling, ah, hey, hey, you know, calling, ah, somebody help me. <laughs> he said, no, he, as you are seeing the Lord, he said, no, I can't take it. <laughs> he, ah, I'm not saying you can't take it, Lord. And they are, God will pay you back. Well, it's your choice, that's why I'm teaching you how to walk on water. <laughs> Am I encouraging you? I did not say that. <laughs> Don't hear what I did not say. <laughs> so, exercising faith in God is taking God at His word. It's like showing and reflecting that I know and I trust God enough to believe His word. Do you trust God enough to undo that situation? Do you trust God enough over that bill? Do you trust God enough over your health? Do you trust God enough over situations that look very impossible? Look at, let's go back to that in Matthew 14. Look at the first thing Jesus told me now in Matthew 14 verse 27. He says, but straight away, Jesus spoke unto him saying, be of good shape, be not afraid. So the first word Jesus spoke to them was be of good shape. Do not be afraid. See, whatever it is, I'm saying this to you by the power of God, whatever it is that God has spoken into your heart, whatever it is that God has put in your heart that is looking very impossible to accomplish, don't be afraid. Are you hearing me? Those plans, those dreams, those visions, those, those things that you look at, wow, huh, Lord, Lord, don't be afraid. Whatever it is that God has spoken to your heart, something bigger than He wants you to accomplish, or you are in a time of turbulence, the first thing. If you're in a time of trouble, you're in a situation, maybe they, they are coming to arrest you tomorrow. They are coming to close your house tomorrow and say you did not pay that bill, you did not pay it. You did not pay that stuff, you did not, you did not. <laughs> that time of trouble is not time to be panicking. <laughs> you see, in this series, you will learn to sleep in the storm and walk on water. You know what Jesus did at some point? When the wind, I don't remember that story, when, when he was sleeping, he was sleeping in the midst of the storm. Wow! <laughs> Maybe someday I'll teach you sleeping in the storm. Someday. The best thing, God brings to your heart <laughs> is that word. That without your fear. Now, you know, the first thing God does to you when He spoke something to your heart is to bring a word. When that situation comes, you and I will hear that word. But you know, the fear will trump it. You know? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. You will calm down. You will have a no. You, the, the no way we have will now overshadow it. <laughs> With the first thing, one of the first things God wants you to get rid of is to get rid of fear. 
faith does not thrive where fear is. I'll say it again. Faith does not thrive where fear is. Be of good cheer in that place what Jesus told them means. Have courage. Have confidence. Don't be afraid. How confident are you that God can meet that situation? How confident are you that God can settle that deal? How confident are you that God can meet that need? Every one of you said that you have a need. And I want you to have needs beyond your pocket. That you say, oh, my next three salaries, my next three paychecks, it will settle you. No, I want you to have needs. I want you to start having impossible things that look like, I will buy a house next year. You know, as I said, you're like, uh-uh. You mean all those one fifty thousand for It's possible. You know, as I said, you're like, uh-uh. It is. Do you believe God enough? When challenges and troubles come, one of the first things that that challenge and trouble will do is to attack your courage. Have you noticed that? When you are in a problem, you are in an impossible situation, where it's looking like, ah, how do I get out of it? Do you know the first thing that does to you is to kill your confidence? Then you start saying things like, ah, I died known. I died known. Who, who said to me, ah, it is to kill your courage. When God speaks great things to your heart, things that are beyond your ability, He wants you to walk on water. I'll say it again. When God speaks great things to your heart, when God speaks things that are beyond your ability, He wants you to walk on water. There are many of you, God has told you about your future. Oh, you will have this. Oh, you will have this ministry. Oh, you will pastor this. Oh, you will go to this nation. Oh, you will. He wants you to walk on water. You don't have all things figured out, but you have God figuring it out for you. Don't have all things figured out. Have all things prayed out. Have all things trusted in God for. See, when the enemy comes to attack, the first thing, one, one of the first things the enemy will come to attack is your courage. Your confidence in God's word. Your confidence in God's ability. They want to trap it. The enemy, the devil wants to trap your courage. Is it possible? Is it not possible? Why? Oh, how? How will it happen? How will it not happen? They are trying to doubt, kill your confidence in God's word. Have questions like, are you sure it's God that spoke to you? You know, when we were doing ministry when we were younger, some, some situations we encounter where some of you just be like, anyway, it shows that God really called us, right? <laughs> Especially when he's coming to our conference time and we know our money, we check the account, we say, ah, ah, we look, we calculate the money, maybe we have 50,000 something, uh, 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 we don't have money for this conference. So, so you know, say, ah, ah. Maybe we should cuckoo cancel the company and return the money that we have collected. <laughs> so far. But I learned something that day. Those people. Trusting in God. 
for some reason money will come. Eh? It never fails. Do you know the conference we did two years ago? We didn't have, how much did we have to put all those things together? Maybe $150 or something. And money came from somewhere that we don't know. And that conference was put together. That's why he used to tell us, we are not borrowing money for any conference. God forbid. We will not take money from outside. And Pastor Adiko, he said, somebody is to walk to his office and say, I will sponsor the whole of everything that will cost for redemption convention. Yeah? One person sponsoring everything. In convention in redeem, I grew up in redeem. In convention in redeem, they eat more afternoon, morning, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Ah, we, just, we used to like it. <laughs> convention suite is sweeter than normal food. <laughs> and Pastor Lewis said, one person paid for everything. Just came to my office and I was trusting God and I didn't have anything. One person paid for everything. Jesus. Pastor Lewis said, there was a time he was just praying. I was like, Lord, how do we owe this convert? I said, I'll take care of it. He said, Till some days before it, he said, You are still not seeing God taking care of you. He's not watching. Are we going to cancel this thing? He said, But I know we can't cancel. Somebody just walked up to you and said, I've been looking for you. You are Pastor Lewis, right? Yeah, God sent me to you. Wow. Brethren, and you know that was not a five million thing to, to, to sponsor those scandals of Amal of Christ. It's not five million, ten million. That's no. That's an impossible situation. I remember one story too. When I was younger, I said, This week I am not spending my transport fee. I told you guys the story before. I said, I am not spending my transport fee. I'm going to rely on God to take care of my need. First day, ah, so I was checking out like, Lord, I trust you. <laughs> Lord. I trust you. Really started for that. Ah, I'm not lying. This is me. You're very young, secondary school. Lord, I trust you. You know when you just hear a message like this and you're saying, I want to act on a message like this. <laughs> that's what I did. I heard something like what I'm preaching to you that I said, ah, ah. So it's possible that I said this week I'm not spending my transport. I'm going to keep my transport for this, this, and that. Lord, I really started for it. Where I stayed under the rain, contemplating on how God has failed me. <laughs> for the first day. Somebody said, hey, come. Oh, I was just under the tree and I didn't know that there were houses on my back. Maybe the house created itself, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody just called me and said, come. They gave me my best food, yam and egg. Ah, I first ate the other, ah, ah, Lord. From stranger. <laughs> I, I said, Lord, you prepared the table before. <laughs> But nothing can happen. Ah, but I was already born again then. I knew that ah, if I eat this food, even if they put poison, <laughs> the poison will die. <laughs> I ate it. After I was going to say, how, do you, how are you going to get back to when the rain stopped? They treated me VIP treatment. What do you want? What? Ah, hey. I was like, Lord, is this for me? <laughs> now, as I was going, they gave me my transfer fee. I've kept one. They want checked. Ah, I went to her like, wow. They want done and dusted. They too. I went back because I check and check and check. Trusting the Lord. This is day two. I believe God. <laughs> and you know what? Your mind is 
Is it possible? <laughs> is it not possible? And I went back to that same tree again. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's still the same person <laughs> that will call me. Ah, after I waited for like 30 minutes. Ah, I said, I thought, you know, you will be checking back. I did, I did, let them call me now. <laughs> I read enough for. Ah, I said, no. So, this is how you feel me today. You know, those, those are the times the devil will say, better take your bike and be going home. Mm-hmm. Take it and go. And I left that way, I get threatened. So, I said, ah, I've been looking for you. <laughs> you have been looking for me for the past 18 minutes, you know. Head <laughs> time inside my car, let's go. I'm going to your house. I don't know, I just drive in this place and I don't feel like you'll be here. Eh? They too done and dusted. <laughs> and that's when it came to going for one week that they have knew how to trust God. Now, as a young child, I just went, wow. So you know what I started doing? I kept giving my money out, every money I had made or something. I'll be like, Lord, I trust you. So probably I see somebody, all these missionaries, all those, I'll just put my money. I used to have envelope. Everyone knows, always to buy those envelope for me then. I will, I will just put this money in the send those money out. I'll be like, Lord, I trust you. And I kept living like that. But you know what? We easily forget the good things that God has brought us through and we focus on the bad ones. That's why I ask you a question. Can you point out the things that God has saved you through or brought you out and you believe it was simply by God's power? I used to live on drugs. I'm telling you the truth. I used to be a sickler. I got so sick that my parents started contemplating on I saw my parents arguing and fighting vigorously. I'm not joking, no. It's not me that gave it to you. None of my child has seen like this. It's not me. Ah, Jesus. I was rushed out from school one time. I can't forget. It's almost seven to eight years ago now. I was rushed out from school and I went to the hospital. And I went, I got to the hospital. I saw people, that was the first time in my life I saw people die. I saw the, the tears and everything because it's a general hospital, public hospital. Like Jesus. And I spoke to my body that night and I said, from today, sickness ceases from this body. It's been eight years and I don't use drugs. I'm the only one now in my family that don't use drugs. My mother used to ask me, how did you do it? It's, I could not live without drug or one week. I know all those malaria drugs, I, I overtook it. I'm not joking. I used to be, there was no, there was no month I don't foresee. I remember I was trying to prepare for a meeting. You know, as a preacher, you are preparing, you are boiling hot, you are salmon, you are... <laughs> they, will, they will collect tomorrow. <laughs> the people I wanted to preach for came to meet me on the sick bed. Overnight, I did not know what happened. I, Sunday morning, I, hey, brethren, I could not stand up. I was bedridden. The, the people now came as the service was good. What was good about the service that I was not there? <laughs> I'm telling you. So for good eight years now, I trust God. When I, when I, if anything happened to my body, I don't know. you that kept me for the for the past eight years, you can't feel me. When things happen to my body, I, I just laugh. I don't know. The God that kept me for one, I started and I started giving testimony and celebrating it. That thank God, one year done. I did not fall sick. My friend said, so he said, he. It's true, it's one year you know for sick. Because he knows how he used to be in trouble in taking my assignment when I fall sick. 
many of you, you still like, oh, any little thing. Trust God. Ah, see, you have to know how to hold God at His word. I told you about the story of our interview, our visa and all. They denied us outrightly. Outrightly. You know when they give you your passport back? That's all. <laughs> That's all. We took, we, we took our passport. My mother said, ah, my mother said, this water, I should fall inside. I, I, you cannot die. <laughs> we prayed. One week after. Hello, is this Mrs. Benson? Eh? Say, yeah, ah, it's me. Oh. <laughs> my mother, you know, my mother is very extra. <laughs> it's me. Oh. <laughs> he said, we would like you to come to Lagos. Eh? How? You know one thing my mother said? He said, hey, if when this deportation thing was going on, if they deport people, deport people, you can never reach me. See? The God that brought me, I like that statement, will sustain me here. You have stayed here, don't think about it. The God that made you enter this land cannot take you back. Except you decide to want to go. <laughs> you know, you can decide, say, I submit myself for deportation. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Your nice stories of who walked up to us and said, Take me, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> you know that <laughs> What Satan tries, he tries to bring fear in your heart. Fear of tomorrow, how will it happen? Fear of ah, what if it does not work? What if it does not happen? Those those subtle devilish things, those are what Satan trying to put in your heart. Sometimes it's even a question. How? Why? What if? If not, brethren, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. You know what Peter would say? Ah, you know, other disciples are like, Peter, you are cooking our boss. Go first. Let's check. <laughs> I want the Abraham nation. <laughs> Go with the Obama, we will you. <laughs> Peter, Peter, go. You know, others could have also worked on the same water. But Peter was like, I believe God. Let me come. But others were like, eh? You know, others were like, wow. But they would see with They would see, Abby. They would put in a leg and be checking. I'm sinking, I'm sinking, I'm not walking. You know, that's what others would have been doing. Because why would all the twelve disciples be looking at Jesus and one person decides to take the bold step? That's confidence. We all need that one. See, you know as I'm teaching you now, it's just one person that will stay out of God's word. You have to be that one person that will hear a message like this and act of God's word. Don't be like the rest of the level. Hear a message like this and say, I believe the impossible. From today onward, I'm going to take the bull at his own. I'm going, I'm going to dare the impossible. The first thing Jesus addressed is the issue of fear. Because faith cannot thrive in the atmosphere of fear. Faith cannot thrive in the atmosphere of fear. So what was Jesus doing? Jesus was building them with confidence. When God says to you, daughter, 
saw this thing. The first thing Satan tries to do is to put fear in your heart. How will it be possible? When I, was, when I felt like I knew God called me to be a pastor, and I kept saying, I will not pastor. I kept using my word because I was scared. I didn't want to do it. I, I felt like, hey, all lies will not be on me. Everything. Me, I hate att attention. I hate public thing. Me, I don't want to be living my life. Cool boy. <laughs> How far are you doing? What? what? I'm telling you, the first thing is fear. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, I can't. And one thing they will say, you, look at your life. Do you even look at your pastor? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not joking. The very first thing when God speaks a word to you is to put fear in your heart. That's what the devil will first do. You come and counter that statement. So those thoughts, those dreams, those imaginations, those big dreams you had in your heart, was those things down? Satan has upturned them with fear in your heart. So you now feel like it's not possible and you threw it away. No, you pick it up from today's service. You pick them up again and say, you know, I believe God. You go, ah, I'm sorry, Lord, I doubted you. But now I believe you. I'm going to walk on water. Believe. See, virgin. See, we walk in doubt will not pay you. You will not achieve more. It will not, it will even cost you nothing to achieve. Or let me say, if you walk in doubt. Eh? you will still not see the results. But imagine you walk in faith, hoping for your results. The Bible says, and Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. Wow! Wow! Faith doesn't thrive in an atmosphere of fear and discouragement. You don't be that person that somebody will speak to and you will be the one to discourage somebody and say, oh, it's not possible. Ah, brethren, you don't be that voice of the accuser to that person. Somebody tell you, you know, I trust, I just feel like God is leaning in. Oh, you, you first laugh it off. That's devilish. That shows the devil is using you to put fear in the lap of that. That person, you're not going to think, it's not possible. Me, nothing can discourage me. I've passed that level. I can't be discouraged. I will just, I will keep triumphing by God's power. Ah, I will keep triumphing by God's power. I can't, I can't be defeated. The devil cannot win. It's not possible. It's not. See, I'm not back on him. We will take it to the end. See, one thing I told myself in ministry, since I started, I said, I will take it to the end to see that it will be well done. See, you have to you have to be bold. You have to be bold. Look at John 16, verse 33. John 16, 33. John 16, 33. John 16, 33. You have to be bold. John 16, 33. John 16, verse 33. It says, the things that are spoken unto you, that in me ye, ye may have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. It says, but be of good cheer. I have what? Overcome the world. That is, don't be afraid. The world will have tribulations. 
Let me tell you, the only reason why you are looking excited and looking at is because you are seeing this building. Go outside like this, somebody is ready to make you feel doubtful. Go outside like this, the world is going to make you feel like you did not pray. The reason why you are sitting here saying, wow, I believe God, I believe God. When you live out of this building, you, will you still believe God? When you go and check YouTube, you know, you will have one plan. You just going to see one YouTube video that will counter the plan. Ah, uh, no. You know what thing I've stopped doing? I've stopped telling people my plans too much. Eh? You got to have plans like this. You got to say, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> it's not me and you. I'll first do it first. <laughs> it's just wisdom. I will do the plan first. I'll have a guy, Alpha. <laughs> I would rather I make my mistake. I know that guy, okay, I made it. But you know my thing is not possible. No, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. See, listen, even in your natural means, do you believe God? You don't have, you are looking at your back account like this, minus 243. Do you believe God? The first thing Satan wants to deal with is what? Your confidence. He wants to deal with your confidence. Look at the story of Gideon. The Bible says, and Gideon, he, he, was, he was not even courageous at some point. He wants to deal with your confidence. See, so whatever God has called you to do, you can do it. Say, I can do it. I can achieve that thing. Oh, you are looking. How do I go about it? Bridget, step on the water. You know the first step might look very shaky. But keep going. Are you getting me? Keep trying it out. How would I pay the school fees? Start it. Go bring the news. Are you getting me? How would I pay the bill? Get the job first. Get the, the thing you need first. Go bring it out. I remember there was one day I was hungry. I was in school. I did not have a dime. I've told you guys the story. I went to the counter, picked everything I need, and I stayed there. I'm not joking. You have to be bold. I've told you guys the story. I stayed there. They say, where's your money? I did like I have money. I said, ah. Someone said, I was just doing, ah. Someone said, I will pay. I said, why did I not pick more? Try. I did it consistently. You, when we went for an outreach that day, I said, I'm going to grab place now to collect food and they will give me this food for free. I told you guys, and I did not have a dime. And I went to people like, ah, but they co collected money from me. <laughs> you have to be bold. That day, we're going for hot treats that day now. I told you guys, I said, I'm hungry, but I don't have money. But I'm sure if I get it, something will happen. Is there? Is the people, people say, enough machine, enough with me. <laughs> God did. Give me the food. I took everything I wanted. I knew that if I now at least you are leaving that city and come and rescue me, you have to be bold. I knew that at least <laughs> some of you shall have cards. I will not go out disgraced. So if they say, okay, why not? I'll just call you. Ah, take. But that I will not have tried first. Ah, no, I will believe God. I don't know when I bought the music. Eh? 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 Your mouth. <laughs> I believe God. I believe God. <laughs> I don't know about you, but see, if we must live this life, eh? 
See, how are you sure you are going to even wake up tomorrow? Don't you know that's believing God? How, when you slept last night? When you slept last night? Oh, stop, stop, stop. When you slept last night? How did you know you would wake up? You believed God. Why not believe God for the rest of the day? Did you think you woke up by your own power? No! No! If you woke up, see, let me tell you, I think I don't know where I heard it from. Somebody said, the fact that you can wake up is enough sign and enough miracle for you to know that there is miracle waiting for you all through the day. Wow! You woke up, you are shining bright. Ah, is it today is a day for a miracle. It's a day for a miracle. There was one time I didn't have money. I'm not joking. I didn't have anything. I was owing. I was doing some. I was. I had some things I was owing, and I needed to pay. I just felt like, whoa, things will happen. Somebody just sent me money. Ah, I felt like, wow. Is this how to? Is this how sweet it is to just believe God? Believe God. So, with fear in our hearts, we must deal with fear. You must deal with fear. You and I must deal with fear. One of the ministry of the Spirit to the believer is to encourage and embolden us. One of the ministry of the Spirit to the believer is to encourage and embolden us and cast out fear from our heart. One of the ministry of the Spirit for the believer is to embolden us and cast out fear from our hearts. So what God does is, He reassures us that God is with us and for us. Look at Hebrews 13. God is with us and for us. Look at Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. God is with us and for us. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. God is with us and for us. Let's go to Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. Let your conversation be without conversation and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, this is what God said in verse 5. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Look at verse 6. So that we may boldly see. Wow. So what God has said is for us to be bold enough to see it. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. For he has said, I will never have that confidence everywhere you go. God will never leave me nor forsake me. God will not see me going through this my bills and forsake me. Hold on to God tight. Hold on to his word tight. He says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear what man will do to me. You know, I believe many of us will come out of dangers this year. I believe problems is as though you have carried your leg into it. God knows how to intelligently bring you out. Yes, it was your mistake. I'm saying this to you by the Spirit of God. Yes, it was your fault. It was your mistake. But I'm telling you today that God knows how He will bring you out. And it will happen in little time. Very, very soon it will happen. He says, so that you may boldly say, what shall man do to me? See, those things, you, yes, it was your fault. You made a mistake. You ran into that debt. Yes, it was your fault. I'm telling you today. God will bring you out. 
That need will be met. I'm telling you. Do you believe that? That need will be met. That bill will be paid. He knows how to bring you out. God is with you and God is for you. Look at what happened to Joshua. Go to Joshua 1. Look at Joshua. Joshua was scared. Look at Joshua 1. Look at Joshua 1. Let's go to the book of Joshua. Joshua 1. Joshua 1. Joshua 1. Look at it. Let's start from verse 5. Look at what happened. This was what when Moses was leaving. And he said, Okay, now I want to hand over to Joshua. Let's say I'm leaving this church tomorrow. And I say, Abraham, come and take over. <laughs> Why are you bending your head down? <laughs> and I say, Abraham, come and take over. Now look at this fine. Look at what happened. Look at what God told him. There shall not any man be able to stand with before thee all the days of thy life. You are not to thee, as I was with Moses. So I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Look at the next thing. Be strong and of good courage. God was dealing with his fear. Because he was very scared. He says, be strong and of a good courage. For all to these people shall thou divide the heritage of the land. And I soon wish I saw to thy father. Look at yourself. Only be thou strong and very courageous. So, brethren, we have to work on our fear. It now says, as thou sayest, and two, it now says, according to the law, which Moses my servant has commanded thee, to turn not from the right and to the left, as thou mayest prosper whither thou goest. So, brethren, the problem is just a fear. It's just your fear. You are just being scared. You are just being scared to take that step. You are just being scared to walk on water. That's all. So, walking on water means to do things beyond your natural ability. If everything was within your natural ability, then where is the place of God? Where is it? Walking on water is to do things beyond your natural ability. You have to understand. That God is with you. Let that thought fill your heart. If there's a thought that fills my heart anyway, even if I want to start to preach, let me tell you, I used to be very timid. I could not, I could not face anyone. If I start like this, everybody will start laughing. But I had one confidence. He is with me always. Just like last year, always say, bring the sick, bring everything. You know, at some point, me, at some point, I was like, Olua, let's be careful, let's not go and bring <laughs> different, <laughs> let's not go and bring different problems. That's what happens. You, you will be praying like, hey, God, hope they're not going to tell somebody that has, oh, you know, say, bring the sick, bring the sick. <laughs> the God will heal the sick. Hey, in, in my own heart, I was the one telling you to bring the seat in my heart. Hey, Jesus. Hey, let's be careful. <laughs> but you know what? I know that was the devil. We're sick, not you. Yes, we will. 
Because what God said has the ability to stand. That's why I like this Yoruba statement. The one that sends him is able to back him up. Ah! That's what confidence I go with. The God that sent me is able to back me up. I like that statement. Sorry to those who are listening that are not Yoruba. Sorry. 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 It means the God that sends one and is able to back him up. How does the Lord cast out our fears? He reminds him. How does the Lord cast out our fears? He reminds us of his ever abiding presence in us. The indwelling of his presence. He is not against you, he is for you. So God is not against you. Say God is not against me. No, you're not saying that. Say God is not against me. He is for me. So when the Lord hands over a great assignment to you, some of you are fellowship leaders, some of you cell leaders, when the Lord hands over a great assignment to you, brethren, it's time to walk on water. How will I get those disciples? I believe God. You have a target, right? Some of you, you, you planned a target yesterday, you say, huh, are you walking? You see, you have to walk on water. Now the next one, I believe God. That thing which I've said, and I trust you, which will happen. How are you getting it now? You walk on water. Take the step, go and reach out. Who told you they are not receptive? Have you gone out? Who told you you now disciples? So don't fear, don't be afraid. Say don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Faith do not drive in an atmosphere of fear. You cannot be in fear and faith at the same time. Hey, what if? Okay, Lord, I believe. But what if? You can't. <laughs> You, you cannot match them at all. You will believe one. So that you want to choose to fail. You want to choose to fail. They call this what? Choose to fail. <laughs> when it comes to exercising our faith in this world, you can't be in fear. So I can't be in fear. I can't be in fear. They're not even pumped up as I am. I can't, I can't be in fear. Romans 4, verse 17. Look at Romans 4, verse 17. Romans 4, verse 17. Romans 4, verse 17. We are going to walk on water. We are going to see the impossible possible. We are going to, we are going to dare the impossible. Romans 4, verse 17. Romans 4, verse 17. Romans 4 verse 17. Romans 4 17. What did he say? He says, He says, I have made thee. He says, I have made thee, as it is written, I have made thee father of any nations before me, whom we believe, even God who quickened the dead. And he called it those things that be not as though the way. Look at verse 18. Who against hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall that seed be. Look at verse 19. And be not weak in faith. That is, he did not have... Ah, he says, he's, he considered not his own body dead. Wow. Abraham was that old. And the Bible says, he was not looking at himself as an old man. 
And it says, he continues on the road. And when he was an hundred years, when he was about an hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb, look at verse 20, he staggered not. Wow. At the promise of God. Through unbelief. So he didn't entertain unbelief. But was strong in faith. So God told him something. He took time, but he said, no. God has spoken. So you are going through that situation. Ah, I believe God. Are you getting me? Don't entertain doubt. Don't entertain unbelief. When it comes to walking in faith, we call it so that we can see it. Are you getting me? When it comes to our walking faith, we call it so that we can see it. Do you know that man is a product of the words he has spoken? You say you will die tomorrow, you will eventually die tomorrow. We call it so that we can see it. How many things have you called? You know Abraham's story. The, Abraham was called Abraham. It means an assumed father. Then later on, it took about 24 years. Later on, it was, his name was changed to Abraham, meaning exalted father, within the space of 24 years. Because everywhere he went to, he believed he was called Abraham. And the Bible says, he staggered not at the promise of God. True unbelief. So that is, he didn't have a time where he would say, God, what if you did not provide this son? He didn't have that day. He didn't have that day when he was thinking in his room and saying, what if it does not happen? That what if it does not happen thought has to die in your heart. You have to start walking on water. The Bible says, he staggered up. Didn't he see the results? He saw it. So we've seen men, look at Joshua, look at Abraham. We've seen men who staggered not at the promise of God and they saw the results. But we've also seen men who did not believe the word and they didn't see the results. Look at Anna. She believed God. She had a child. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are examples like that for us to follow. So in faith, we do not speak before we see. Oh, sorry. We do not see before we see. You don't have to see it before you start saying it. Me, I know I can never be poor. I can never go broke. I can never. God comes through for me. All my deals are always met. All my needs are always met. You don't have to see it before you start saying it. I can never be poor. I can't have a stunted growth ministry. I can't. I will keep reaching the nations of the earth. I will keep reaching North America to everywhere filled with the glory of God. That is what I see. So, uh, somebody was asking me a question one time. I said, how many people are in this place? I said, 1,375. That is our goal. That's what I see. That's what me I see. I'm not seeing this view. We, our, have we forgotten? The goal is 1,375. That is what me I see that is here. I'm not seeing this place. No, I'm seeing that goal. That's what I'm seeing. You don't have to see before you start saying it. There was one match that they told us to do when we were younger. Look at the mirror and point to yourself and speak things that you want to happen. They told us to do that in secondary school. Do you know that virtually many of the words I said have seen them come to pass? You don't have to see it before you start saying it. Oh, do you want to have a big house? Start saying it. 
I will buy the house. I will get that car. You have to start working on water. You have to. You have to. There is. I don't have the money. Shut up. The resources will come. So, Reverend, like I told us when we were in WC, he said, Don't say the money will not come. He said, Shut up. The resources will be very available for you. He says, For the money will come. Am I preaching money today? Well, if that's what you want to hear, hear it. <laughs> because you have to start believing in the possible. Oh, how will I reach that to a disciple? Well, you have to work on one. Start with one. Oh, how will I pay my school loan? Go to school first. God will say to it. I'm not joking. God will say to it. Has he not done it for others before? No. Have you not heard people who finished school and something happened and they wrote on their loan? Why do you think yours will be different? They say, ah, ah, okay. You never have uh, what you need. You are saying, ah, people have to go through this thing. Do you think, but there are people who went through another step and it worked out. Ah, why don't you believe God? It's just fear. You're just, you're just scared. That's all. You're just scared. You in your heart, you know that. You know the funniest thing is, in your heart, you know that there is a way. But <laughs> the how, the way we come, don't figure it out. The way we come. I'm telling you today, I said the way we come. There will be a way out. Stop figuring it out. The way we come. So whatever God has said to us, is what we are going to say. Look at 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. I'm going to teach on this 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. Someday, not now, in years to come. Now you're going to 4 verse 13. First of all, mark it down. Second going to 4 verse 13. Look at it. Look at it. It says, ah, I love this one. It says, having the same faith, the same, Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. It says, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore I have spoken. We also, Believe and therefore speak. That message is going to be called with therefore speak in the future. Not now for evil. Not now. Future. Future does not mean immediately. <laughs> we therefore speak. Wow. <clears throat> Who told you you cannot do that? You cannot do that thing in your mind. Not evil. <laughs> <laughs> Not, ah, I can go and kill the person. No. Who told you that step, that vision God is showing to you? You know, many ideas that come to your head, you have killed them away because of fear. Many eye-making money ideas that came to your head, you killed them because of fear. The reason why others are rich, richer than you and I to be, is because... <laughs> So, decided to walk on water. That's why you hear stories of, I started with $7 and now he's a millionaire. Because they walked on water. But you can say, ah, $7, eh? Let me first go and eat first. Ah, what if it does not happen? That's, that's exactly why. See, let me tell you. 
there's no this this thing I'm teaching is not a basic. I'm a believer. I'm not a believer. It's a law. Speak it and it will happen. That's what this motivational speaker said. This is the only thing I agree with motivational speakers in this world. <laughs> that whatsoever you say, you will see it happen. The Bible says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. He considered not the deadness of his body. An hundred years old man. It has not happened before. But you know in our today's day, you will read yeah, testimonies in redemption camp. Somebody was 50 years old and she gave birth. She has the Bible says this she entered a menopause and yet she gave birth to triplets. How did they happen? The same God, the same story. There are several testimonies you will hear. You will ah uh, ah. Uh. The reason you say ah uh, ah, uh, that's why you will not see that one. See, what God's power can do for one, they can do for another. What God's power can do for one, it can do for Fill your mind with positive news. What is on social media today is dampening and killing our belief in God. You see, people say what God cannot do does not exist. I just got a job. Say, eh, is it not that you apply? Ah, stupidity. Okay, so you should have stayed in your own and not apply. They say it's because you apply, you are picked, and it's a put up position. So we were just, you would see Twitter like this, just watching. Some people are just deep. It's like the devil just, <laughs> just start typing. <laughs> it's not like the devil is typing through them. You see someone say, somebody put, I got admitted into 50 schools, I post the school. Somebody that type has said, you applied. That is why you got the admission. You, have you applied, I've got 50 schools looking for you. 50! Is the reason why it has not happened. Yes, is, is it as I said in the 50 schools? <laughs> she put the results online. And then we say, ah, ah, photocopy. The, that is exactly why they have not entered school. Or they've entered, or they are not finished, or they've not seen the money. And she said, scholarship. Brethren. The reason we've not seen enough of God's power work is because we are, we are scared. No, look at it. Does it make sense? I did not have money and I went to the full counter, picked food, and I was waiting to pay. That's confidence. I trust God and God will meet my needs. How do you get what I'm saying? I believe God's word, so I speak. I believe God's word, so I speak. If all you are expecting in life it is, is what is within your natural ability, then you are not working in the world by faith. If all you are expecting in this life is within your natural ability, is within your paycheck, is within all you can afford, you have not started working by faith. Everything is, okay, I will make $200 tomorrow. So I will use it, ah, ah. You have not started working by faith. That mindset, that demonic mindset will die in this service. We start, we start having imaginations. During the, I want to start hearing miracles. Sudden miracles. Oh, something just happened. Yeah, that's what I want. Enough of we know what too much. You know it's the know what too much that will make people not, not do the impossible. Uh, let's, let's be logical. God, it's not me and you that will be logical. 
That's, you know, the, the, the Greek word. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the Hebrew word. Oh. Uh, uh, what you have seen that has worked for somebody, you heard news. Many of you, you know those testimonies you've heard. That are somebody somewhere, he just did this and it happened. That thing can happen for you. What God's power can do for one, he can do for the other. That was why. In that story I told you in Matthew 14, Jesus walked on water and look at what Peter did. He said, Come, Peter walked. You know the other two were looking. They were like, Ah, ah. Peter, be badu. Just go, go, go. I'm sure people like Thomas will be. They will take and check the water. I'm still sinking, I can't walk. But you know what? He took the first step. Ah, hey. He took the next step and he kept going. Till he started saying, eh? You know, yeah. what happened when he started thinking, eh? Is it what I'm working on? I don't believe. You know, those are the conflicting thoughts that will be happening. As you are taking that step, the conflicting thought will come, eh? Hey, hey, hey. If I now go and start now, how will I, how will I, how will I match up? Key that thoughts. We believe God. Say, I believe God. 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 All your plans. All your thinking, all the things are within your means. Where is the place of God's power? Everything is within your paycheck, two hundred dollar paycheck, five hundred dollar paycheck. Oh yeah, six hundred dollar paycheck. What about that one thousand paycheck? And every of your life is calculated beside it. Ah ah ah! Where's the place of God's power? Have you heard stories that people they did not have bills to pay before and they paid the bills? Pastor, if you told me a story, say. Emoji, I was to pay my house bill tomorrow. And today we're just me and my wife, we're just like, Lord, we trust you. He said the wife was saying, ah, ah, are you sure we should not go and borrow? He said, ah, I can't borrow. Mm. And the money came. He said, somebody said, hey, hey, Pastor, I've just been thinking that the Lord said I should just send you money. It has happened for somebody before. It can still happen again. You know, I now saw this because I believe what he said. And I saw the same thing work for me. I went to Nigeria. And the place I stayed, somebody told me, that is this, this and this and this and this and this and that. Take this, take this, take that. I said, and I, and I called you and I shared it with you. So, and I said, that is how it works, Emoji. Just believe. Once you hear a testimony of God's faithfulness and God's goodness in the life of somebody, just know that that same thing can happen to you. Don't jealous the person will say, Wow. Just like, wow, it's time for me to walk on water. This same thing, I believe God. You know, the stories I hear in Redemption Camp, somebody will say, praise the Lord. I heard somebody came here to share testimony. I'm not going to this testimony. I heard testimony, somebody came here and said, she was 40-something years. She couldn't give birth. But she came and said, she gave birth. So me too, I plug into that testimony. And because of that, me too, I'm giving birth. I've heard thousands of that testimony. I grew up in Redemption. I was a living boy. I grew up in Redemption. I can't count how many of those testimonies we heard. Testimonies of people that will say, kidnapper, kidnap us, this and that. But we walked out and we don't know how. And they, did, they, they even wanted to shoot. The girl ceased. They now shoot another thing. The girl walked. That's the power of God. They said they wanted to shoot. The girl did not walk. 
but they now shoot the tree, the dragon walked. That's the power of God. Pastor Debo, he said he was driving one time from, I think from Benin to Lagos. And he said, is he Hori or Lagos? He said he did not have petrol. He said the Lord told him, take your eyes off the gauge and keep driving. He said, men and brethren, I drove from <laughs> that place to my death. He said, when he was approaching his destination, where he said, he, he said you and I will be like that. He said, let me check. <laughs> what kept it? I've heard story of people say they were driving and they got to a place, a bush. God said they should put water inside their car. And they put water. And the water sustained them to keep going. That's the power of God. Why are you not seeing it? The Greek word is. <laughs> you should not be against Greek words. I'm not against Greek words. I will still use Greek words. But don't be too logical. You and I have gotten too calculated. You don't want to figure it out. How will it happen? Brother, I don't want to know how it happened. All I want is my results. You cannot be asking. People like Peter and J. John, or Peter and Paul and Silas. How did they happen? They were in prison, locked. The meaning is very soon you'll be sentenced. That's the meaning of prison. And the prison door opened. That's the power of God. The Bible says, if you read Acts 12, the Bible says Peter was tied down. His legs, everything. They had bodyguards outside. And the Bible says, the angel of the Lord came and loosed the thing. And he walked in the midst of those that were sleeping. Ah! That's the power of God. The Bible says, when Peter left the place, he departed from that city. <laughs> before, before he got announced to one of his brethren. You know what he today? You come on Instagram live. How I escaped the prison there. They will capture you again. The Bible says it. <laughs> and you have to start relying on another angel. The Bible says he departed from that city. <laughs> wisdom, wisdom. <laughs> so that's, see, that's why many a times, Pastor Dewey, I noticed something about some of these men. They will tell you there are some testimonies we can't see that are very mind blowing because you will not believe. And it's true. It's very true. My friend Jim Joaquin did not have a naira. He went into Kutoni and said, Emoji, I believe God sent me to Kutoni. He said, My parents did not give me anything. I said, I stayed there. I said, I stayed there. But somebody I disciple gave me house to stay. Yeah? And you went there. Now he has a job. IT. And I'm like, ah, believe God. What do you think made people like Pastor Yadeboy leave his professorship? Why am I mentioning his name today? <laughs> leave his professorship. Leave everything. And the, and the Lord told him, go to the bush and stay there. You know, when he tells his friends, they say, you are mad. That bush now is not a city. Just believe God. God told Bishop David to go to water. Water was nowhere. 
He said, no. He said, I just packed my bag. You know, Bishop, we do good. I packed my bag. And I just went. <laughs> <laughs> that place is where they skin a land, Covenant University, everything, because one man obeyed God. Apostle Man said a story. People can find that man, I don't care. Apostle Man said a story. He said, God said he should go to Aochi. He said, Lord. People go to their own town when they're about to die. <laughs> not, not when they are still young. He said, Lord, you know how processing this American visa. I have to get it. <laughs> Lord said, go to Aochi. He said he took bus. He said, when he reached redemption, he entered there for 40 days to see in case God can change his mind. <laughs> he said he had to pray to see. He said, when God not change, ah. he said he got to Aochi. Because of that man now in that city, that village now has become a city. Ah, you know, the only reason that stops us is just because we are here. That is, do you know how many things God wants us to do in, in this same city? Or that He has planted in your heart that you are scared of. You know that business He has planted in your heart. If I start it now, would they say, <laughs> or when, do you know how many people will still say something? Even when you start it, people will say something. When you are doing it, people will say something. When you finish doing it, people will still be saying something. Why not do it? Are you getting me? If there's one mindset I have when I make a decision, eh? You will complain. You will talk. If I not do it, you will still complain. You know what I, I noticed? I, I, I did. And I, and I noticed. Many of you that your parents still uh, control you and say, Don't do this! Don't do this! Oh. It's not as though they don't like you. They like you, but they just they are just in their own mindset trying to cage you and just look for what is best for you. Eh? Yeah, I break out from that in sharp. Yes, they like. Do you know if you are not successful in life, you not take some decisions. They are the same persons that will blame you and say, Ah, you should have said it now. Eh? You should have said it, but you did not allow us go. You know when we were younger, <laughs> our brain would not allow us go out for ministry everything. And I told my mother one day, I said, if I had not gone, where would I be today? They said, eh, 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 you know, and I noticed, wow, so this is life. If you are not bold enough and, and face it, that is how they will keep injuring you. Brethren, you have to dare the impossible. You have to step on water. A child of God is to depend on the power of God. Every child of God must depend on the power of God. Every child of God must depend on the power of God. If everything is all that you deserve, if everything you have is all that you deserve, then you are not working in God's supernatural ability. You and I must have a track record. Of the experiences of God's power in our lives. You must. You must have a track I've seen God's power work. Now, since January till today, February 20, have you seen God's power work? If you have not, something is wrong. We have to fix it. Has there been a situation you wanted, you needed, and God, something <coughs> supernatural came through? You know what is it? I'm not bothered. I know God takes care of me. Ah, I can't be bothered. If I enter any situation, God takes care of me. God takes care of me. He knows how to bring me out of every situation. 
He knows exactly. Yes, so I made the mistake, but I know I trust God. You know exactly how to pull my leg out, how to cover the mess up for me. You know how to. Do you trust God? Do you trust God like that? You must have a track record. You know, Peter was very influential. He was the one person among the two who said, ah, let me too also try it. And I'm also daring you today. Why not try the same thing like Peter? Peter saw Jesus and said, me too, I want to walk. You know, the other two were like, hey, you are not trying it too. It's, it's a spirit. You know, as I'm teaching you, don't be that 11. Be that one person who will say, ah, I will dare it. That thing that has looked like it's impossible, it's time to start it. It's time to start it. And I will keep going. God will supply all my needs. All, all my bills will be paid. All my needs will be met. And I, I can never be stranded. Never. Never. If there's one thing I know in this life, I can't be stranded. Anytime I have a need, God brings it through. If you have a need that is as though you have to do hard work, do hard work, do everything, that means you have not been trusting in God's power. Every need, God can provide for it. Every bills, God can pay it. Those things that look impossible, God can do it. See it? The power of God can do for one what it can do for another. I'll say it again. The power of God can do for one what it can do for another. Surround your life with experiences of the power of God. And listen, never criticize the power of God because you don't know when you will need one. I used to tell you that. This is one statement that God used to warn us of. Don't criticize miracles. You don't know when you will need one. Don't criticize healing. You see healing. You see it's fake. Don't criticize it because you don't know when you need one. Shut up. Magnify God. It's fake. Glory. It's you don't know when you will be sick too. Somebody say, it's just like this story I told you, 50 admissions in the year. Do you know when you want to apply for school? You don't know when you will need one. Someone say, I got everything, scholarship, fully funded. You say, yeah, is it possible? Don't criticize the power of God. You don't know when you will need one. Because if you speak down something, that shows you are not you are not attract. It's not it's not something you want. Do you know when you, anything you speak down, it shows you don't want it. Do you notice, or do you know anything you talk down, it shows you don't want it in your life. Anything you speak low about, it shows you don't want it in your life. Me, yeah, I believe the power of God, and I'm going to see it work in my life all the time. I am. Look at Shedra Meshad and Abednego. Look at, look at Shedra, Meshad, and Abednego. There was a fourth man in the fire. They knew they were confident. Put me in the fire. God, who is able to deliver us, will deliver them. And the Bible says they came out and nothing touched them. Look at Daniel. He was put in the den of the lion and he came out and they were not beaten. He wasn't beaten by the lion. That's somebody who believed God. Hey, look at Joseph and Mary. Mary could not give birth or was not was a virgin. And the Bible says, the angel of the Lord came and said, Behold, you have found favor in the sight of God. You know what the girl said? She said, 
let it be according unto unto thy word. In that sense, in Luke one verse seven, and nothing shall be impossible. Wow. That is no word about the power of God will fail. Not a jot of God's word will fail. Not a jot of God's word will fail. Sometimes it can be a prophetic utterance. You hold on to it. You know, I told us last year, none of us is going to lack directions. And I told us last year, I said, no, no, I said for this year, none of us is going to lack anything financially. Those are the things you hold on to. It can just be a prophetic culture and say, this is mine. I'm going to take it. And I'm going to stand by this. Anytime I see any difficulty, anything, I just say, they said, the money will come. I'm not joking. If I go to anything, Reverend Ica told us, the money will come. I hold on to that. He says, for the money will come. You see, because there is no word of God that will fall to the ground. No one. We've seen the power of God work for many people. We've seen Him work for many people. Many people. Christian Hakinoma says, if you refer Christian Hakinoma says, if you stick to the word long enough, you will come back with a testimony. You know, God's word does His working. I must do the believing. I must put God's word on my lips. Most times, we don't hold on to God's word long enough. You know what? God has never failed. Look at 1 Timothy 6 verse 17. God has never failed. See it? God has never failed. God has never failed. God has never failed. 1 Timothy 6 verse 17. God has never failed. God has never failed. He says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trusting in certain riches, but in the living God, who give us, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Look at it again. He says, charge them that are rich, that they be not minded, but be not high-minded, nor trusting in certain riches. But, he says, so what should we trust in? We should trust in the living God, who giveth us, what did he say? Let's read it together. Who giveth us what? Richly, all things to what? To enjoy. I have all things to enjoy. I have all things to enjoy. See, listen. No word of God can go forth flat. It must accomplish what he has said. Those utterances you've heard, it cannot remain on your book. It must fulfill itself. How do you hold on to them? They've told you, this thing will work out. You are still doubting. Brethren, you will keep doubting. And it will not work out. But imagine you try and believe it and say it will work out. Why not stand up and just hold on to that situation and say, No, enough of me being scared, enough of me being afraid. But I trust in God, I believe in God's power, I believe in God's word. God says, You can lay hands on the sick. I believe that that is what I see. I believe that. He says, It will never leave us nor forsake us. It says, so that we may boldly say, Ah, that what shall man do to me? That is what I believe. It cannot leave me, it cannot forsake me. I will keep seeing God's power work for me every day. The fact that I woke up this morning is a product that there is a miracle waiting for me today. 
The fact that I woke up this morning is a fact that today there is a possibility of God's power to work today. The fact that I woke up this morning is a fact that, oh, God is about to do something today. And I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I will keep seeing God's power work. Yes, I don't know where the next morning will come from. But I believe God to play it. The Bible says, it says, it says, it will supply. Look at what it says in Philippians 4. It says, it will supply all our needs according to our riches. Ah, I believe God. It supplies my needs. My bills are paid. My needs are met. Everything I want comes to me. Everything I see. If we keep living beyond, oh, you will get $200 patient, $300 patient, $400. Everything is just within that. Where is God's power? Then why are we Christians? We have to walk on water. From today on, we start walking on water. We start doing the impossible. We start seeing the impossible. See, listen. You don't know where that school fees will come from. Register for that class. Are you getting me? God will take care of you. I say that to you by the Spirit of God. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. See, you don't see. Listen, you you are scared. Okay, how does this thing gonna work out? See, I tell you, God will take. He will make that way happen. See, I've seen it work in my own life. That there are times I don't know what else. It's as though I'm just stranded. But a way just came. Don't try to be too logical. That your logical mindset, kill it. Don't be too logical. That is why it is called the power of God. How do you explain that you lay hands on somebody and they just start walking? People that cannot walk. How do you explain that somebody that you don't have legs, the leg grow out? That's why it's called the power of God. How do you explain that? A fire was burning hot. The, the Bible says they even went to increase the temple of the fire. Shedrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said there was a fourth man in the fire who was still able to deliver them. That shows whatever problem you have entered, God can bring you out. And the Bible says they came out. And they, were, they said they came out even more, more better than they entered the fire. Wow! That shows, yes, I know I've made a mistake, but God knows how to pull me back. I know the way out. He knows the exact door. See, there is, I say this to you, there is always an alternative that God has created. I just heard that in my spirit. There is always an alternative that God has created. You might think, oh, all doors are closed. How will it work out? How will it go? There's an alternative somewhere. It is God, oh. It is God, brethren. It's God. See, he, he knows how to make that tiny road available. He knows how to. Pastor Debo, he shared a story. He said, there was one time they couldn't eat. You, you, you watched that video. There was one time they couldn't eat. He says they went to the bush and killed. He said he told these people they would eat okra meat. He said, suddenly, a bush meat came. And that's how they were able to eat. Even at the bare need. See, you can be... Let's say this is the problem. The problem has reached here. God can still come. Are you getting me? God can still be available. They're telling you, they're disturbing you and saying, okay, it's tomorrow. 11.59 is the deadline. 11.58, something can still happen. Are you getting me? It's God's power. It's God's power. It's God's power. It's God's power. They say, oh, you will not have papers. Oh, you have eight people say, oh, I got it. I got this. Believe that story. Don't hear the ones that did not. Don't hear the negative ones. It's the negative ones that spread too much. 
Don't hear that negative word. Hear the positive word. Ah, something happened, but ah, I don't know. The thing just work out. That's the one. That's your own story. It's going to work out. See, see, it's going to work out. I'm telling you, we can't see. I said something by the spirit of God. Some, some. I think last year, I said I can never be disadvantaged. We are not disadvantaged. We are not disadvantaged. We see God's power work all the time. See, from today on, we start working on waters. We start doing the impossible. See, I believe you. I, I tell you this. I dare you from today. Believe the impossible. Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe that God can settle things? Believe the impossible. Believe the impossible. Stop being logical. Stop it. Stop that mindset of, okay, how will it be God? Don't figure it out. Have it all prayed out. Trust God enough for it. Stop saying, ah, okay, okay. Ah, don't okay anything. Let God handle it. Leave it for God. Leave it for God. Leave it for God. Let God undo that situation. Oh, you don't know where the next paycheck will leave it for God. You have a plan. You have gathered the people. Oh, this and that. Leave it for God. Let God undo it. Keep trusting God. And listen, I dare you for walking waters. Let's walk on waters. Let's see the impossible happen. See, I tell you, in days to come and weeks to come, and months to come, we'll start seeing the impossibilities possible. We'll start seeing, it's as though difficult, I'm telling you today, by the reason of God's faith, difficult situations start becoming possible. You will start seeing, you're not wondering, I don't even know how it worked out. That is exactly how it is. That's why it's God. You can't know how it worked out. Don't try to figure it out. How do you explain to say that how she gave birth is God? How? How do you explain to, 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 to Daniel how he was able to come out of the, of the lion's den? He's God. Don't figure it out. I tell you, we'll start seeing miracles happen in days to come, in months to come. See, trust God enough. Hold him on his word enough. See, ah, look at the one trust I told us last year. We will not lack anything this year. See, hold on to that thing. I say, ah, I believe God. That I will not lack any good thing this year. And I'm going to hold that thing. So you will come through for me every time. You will keep coming through for me every time. And see, eh? See, that thing that you have imagined in your mind, that came to you as a subtle thought, that feel like, okay, I think I can do this. But Kiri killed it. That thought will come back. And you will step on waters. And you will do it. You see, we will conquer territories. God told us we will reach North America, right? See, you think, you think I know how we will do it? I don't know, but I trust God. I don't know. God even told us we will reach Europe. I don't know. I trust God. I just trust God. I trust God. I trust God and I trust God. See, there was a plan I was making. I was plan I was making. I was trying to make some things. And I was thinking, God, I was asking God, how will I go about it? That's towards the ending of last year. How would I go about it? Somebody just told me, see, this is it. Take this one. Ah, I said, eh, hey, is that how that works? Somebody called me again from Texas. I said, this is it. This is I will give you this one. I will give you this Ah, I said, yeah. Is this how God works? Because I was even figuring out. I went out like, God, how will I do this thing? Ah, but I remember, God can make a way where there is no way. Remember all those times God came through. He can still come through again. And if you've not seen him come through, today is that day. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray. Today is that day. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. You will see the impossible possible. See, start speaking words. As you are praying in the Holy Ghost, speak words. Penetrate words to your future. Penetrate words to your life. Ah, the impossible will be possible. See, you have made mistakes. You have entered into a difficult situation. Listen, God can bring you out. 
Say, open your mouth, speak words, speak words, pray in the Holy Ghost and make declaration and say, I cannot lack her. I cannot lack all good. It makes all good things abound for me. I am not disadvantaged. I am not stranded. I walk on waters. I do the impossible. Oh, Lord, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray, pray. Pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That difficult situation. Oh, that difficult situation. He's looking at how will I figure it out? How will I go about it? I don't know. Enough tomorrow. And then we are missing. Listen. You have not, this is 354. You don't know what's going to happen by 5 p.m., right? But you know, God has gone, God knows what's going to happen by 5 p.m. I can't find the answer to that on Apple Watch. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why do you think God cannot come through at 5 p.m.? This 354, yes, you are in a problem. You are in this. You have not gone through 5 p.m. God, who knows the future, the tomorrow from the beginning, ah, why can't he come through? Why are you thinking it's not possible? Why are you thinking, oh, you cannot buy a car? Why do you think that you have to borrow loan like every other person to get a car? Why? Ask people, I said something long enough, I will not borrow loan to go to school. And I did not. I said it long enough that every situation to borrow loan failed. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So you have to, you have to, you have to speak God's word. Believe God. Open your mouth and pray. And that I believe you. Everywhere you have doubted it, erase that doubt. That I from today I start walking on waters. Open your mouth and pray. That from today I start walking on waters. I walk on waters. 